Hi everyone, today we're chatting with Alejandra Fernandez, co-founder of FlyWallet. FlyWallet is an all-in-one digital wallet and flight aggregation tool that makes it easy for users to save monthly for future travel. But the platform does more than that. It keeps track of flights within your budget and can help offset travel-related carbon emissions when you book a flight. Alejandra is from the Dominican Republic, but relocated to France after being accepted into Station F. Let's dive in. Hey, Alejandra, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Hi, Eric. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. So this past July, my son and I, we traveled to Texas to visit family, and we went last year, and our tickets were about $1,000 a piece. But this year, they were $1,500 a piece. What are your thoughts on the recent price jumps when it comes to traveling? Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to it's a lot to to handle, especially for frequent travelers like myself. But unfortunately, I think it's going to stay that way, if not continue to get higher, just because the pandemic put the airlines through a lot that they kind of have to compensate for. And then there's inflation and like rising oil prices. You know, people are still, I think there's a lot of revenge, pent up travel happening, but there's still a lot of people that are still easing into going on holiday internationally and airlines really need to to make up for that by increasing those prices. So it's unfortunate, but that's what solutions like FlyWallet are for. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, are, what is like the average savings that somebody can expect from booking through FlyWallet instead of another uh, travel booking site? Yeah. The thing about regular travel booking sites is like you go when either you just want to get an idea of what the prices are and then you drop, or you go when you're certain that you have all the money and you really need to finally book. So a lot of times when people actually have all the money and they're ready to book, it's not the most convenient time to book. Or, you know, they're putting themselves kind of in a tough financial spot by dropping, you know, $1,500 at once. So the interesting thing about FlyWallet is that it's like a dedicated and targeted savings account separate from the rest of your money that you can go growing like gradually over time and integrated with it, it has like a predictive budget calculator that tells you, okay, like if you want to afford this trip that you, that you said that you want to take early next year, you know, you're going to have to save $30 a month to be able to afford it when it's at its lowest because booking a flight the month that you're going to take it or the month before is when it's most expensive. But if you're booking that flight, you know, three, four months in advance, you're you're saving hundreds of dollars. So FlyWallet really gets you in the financial position to be able to do that with all of your travels. And when you book, a lot of our customers have said, wow, I booked on FlyWallet and it felt like the flight was free because I had that money separate from the rest of my money. Yeah. Okay. This is really cool. So kind of just take me back, walk me through the customer experience aspect of this. If you create an account, you have the option of linking your bank account, I'm assuming, to FlyWallet. And then you can go and say, okay, I'm planning to go to maybe Granada in six months, right? I'm based here, right? And you enter where you're, where you're at, where, where the destination you want to go. And so FlyWallet on the back end is going to calculate the estimated price that you need. And then based on that, is it going to, to suggest the average amount of money that you should be saving per month or would it automatically pull some money every month so that way you can afford that ticket? Yeah. So like you said, you 
you know, decide the itinerary that you're planning to take. And it doesn't have to be just one. You can, you know, s- set four or five trips that are in the future that you want to take and FlyWallet will take into account all of those. And just like you said, it will tell you how much you should save, but that doesn't mean that that's what you need to save. So if it's saying, okay, if you want to take these five trips that, you, that you've planned here on your FlyWallet dashboard, you know, you need to save $100 a month, but if you can only afford to save $20 a month, go ahead and do that or discard some of the, the trips that you were hoping to take. It's really like your, fin- your financial travel coach, but FlyWallet has always been, you know, flexible. Do whatever you're comfortable with. All the money in your FlyWallet is yours. So you, you book when you're ready, even if you've saved up the total amount. You book when you're ready. It doesn't mean that we'll automatically book for you. And like you said, you can link you can link your debit card or you can link crypto wallet because we want to be globally accessible. So for example, if you're Nigerian or you're from a country that normally doesn't have access to all these financial tools that Europeans and Americans get, where FlyWall is accessible for you as well. Very, very cool. Very cool. Okay. I also read on the website that when you book through FlyWallet, you help offset carbon emissions. How does that work? Yeah. So we work with several partners that are 100% their business is all about offsetting carbon and doing it on the blockchain, which means that it can actually be verified by everyone. It's not just oh, they're promising that the money goes to these projects. Like, no, you can see, you know, that movement of funds on the blockchain itself. So we were all about transparency and making a real impact, especially since the travel industry kind of has that bad reputation of being not good for the environment. So we said, okay, well, if you fly with FlyWallet, you can fly in a carbon neutral way that every flight that you book is, you know, Part of, the, part of the profits are going towards offsetting your footprint. So if the flight is a bit longer or maybe the funds that go towards the carbon offsetting projects is larger, if the flight is a short flight from like Paris to London, you know, maybe you're only putting three, four dollars towards offsetting that carbon because we want it to be, you know, offsetting your trip, not just like a, a fixed amount. And so the way that that works, these projects that we collaborate with, they work with projects and, and people all around the world that are in charge of like planting trees or, or, you know, preserving rainforests or different ways that you can offset carbon. They make sure that those funds get streamlined directly to those projects without intermediaries kind of taking their cut and, or maybe, you know taking a long time for the funds to get into their possession with our partners, the money goes to them directly so that they can get to work and, and do what they do best. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Now what happened in, in the past? I mean, why did you discover that there was a need for this? When was that light bulb moment that said, I need to create something like fly wallet? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was me in university, like taking trips I couldn't afford, like putting <laughs> it on a credit card, putting myself in very difficult financial situations just to take the trip that I wanted to take or needed to take. And I think with travel, there's a small tangent, you know, I think with travel, there's this misconception that it's always for like, oh, I want to go to a resort and like relax on the beach. But like a lot of people travel because of big opportunities that could change their lives or to see their family that they're separated from, you know? So I realized like a lot of, there were so many people like me that wanted to travel or needed to travel and money was a big obstacle. And I said, it really shouldn't be. There should be alternative ways of financing your trips and of making this 
opportunity more accessible to people. And so I taught myself a little bit of code. I was in my last year of medical school at the time, and I built like a prototype version of FlyWallet kind of for myself and, and my friends around me. And then word just kind of kept spreading. People kept recommending it to their relatives and their friends. And and I realized that I had something. Okay. So when you say code, like what types of languages were you were you using? Oh, I was doing like really basic because I'm not a technical founder. So I was like using Webflow and a bit of CSS and like integrating PayPal into my into the Webflow website and doing, you know, things like that, but nothing super super technical. That's when I started hiring after that. Okay. But you're in your last year of medical school. Was was the medical, like, you know, that journey, was it sort of like, I'm still going to do that and this is a hobby on the side? Or when did you decide I'm going to be an entrepreneur and put the medical, you know, career on hold? Yeah. I kind of was just doing both at the same time. And around me, I realized, oh, there's a pitch competition. Like, you know, let after my rotation, you know, at the hospital, let me go and, and pitch FlyWallet at this pitch competition. And then when I would win first place, I'd win first place here and there. And I'd have people say, wow, I really need this. Like this, this product you've built is like changing my life. You know, I, I said, okay, well, let me graduate and like double down on this. And if it doesn't work out, like I can always go like continue my medical studies. That's not going anywhere, but this is kind of like something I can only do now. The opportunity is now. So might as well seize it. Okay. So what's been the biggest challenge so far in, in growing this? So many, <laughs> so many challenges. I'd say fundraising is hard as like two first-time founders of color, one female founder. It's a bit more difficult to navigate that landscape of things. Also, you know, hiring can be difficult, the right, you know, finding the right people that you share values with and who believe in your, in the mission and are not just, you know, with you to get paid. So finding synergy in, in those obstacles is tough, but I'm a big believer in, you know, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Like it's the struggles that make you a stronger, better founder that make you grow through the process and make everything worth it in the end. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now you mentioned that you were telling friends about it and they were telling their friends about it. And so you kind of got some traction organically. Are you still just using organic word of mouth methods or have you tried any other tactics to, to increase the awareness for FlyWallet? Yeah, so we do continue to grow mostly organically, but the alternate method that we have been using to grow is through collaborations and partnerships. So for example, maybe there's another startup or another company that has their following and their mission, but for some reason, there's a way that we resonate or that we can work together and create like a win-win opportunity for both of us. We're, we're really big on, on those types of synergies. Okay. And all the markets that you currently serve, you mentioned Africa, Europe, the US, North America. Is this, can you book a ticket anywhere globally? Through FlyWallet or in general? Through FlyWallet. Yeah. You can, you, as long as you can connect either a debit card or a crypto wallet, you can book a flight with us no matter where you're from, no matter, you know, what type of financial tools you have available to you. That's kind of really the foundation of a FlyWallet is to be a financially inclusive tool. Okay. Now, now pre FlyWallet here, you mentioned you're from the Dominican. When did you get to, to France? How did you, uh, did you go there for school or studies? Like, how did you get there? 
Yeah, actually, right after graduate, yeah, right after graduating medical school, I was accepted into Station F, which is like the world's largest startup campus, and it's here in Paris. And so our company was selected for the Founders Program, which was like a year-long kind of accelerator incubator program. So all of the founders of FlyWallet, we were all living across the world in different countries at the time, said, okay, well, let's all meet up and relocate in Paris and, and work on this from the Station F headquarters and see like what we can really do here. Now we're all gonna, that's when we all decided to really be full-time is when we moved here. <laughs> okay, okay. So there's been a lot of talk recently about global warming. Is there anything that you are seeing from the large airlines and how they're addressing carbon offsetting or sustainability? Yeah, I've seen it in a few airlines, but it, and it's mostly done through partnerships. Like they'll partner with, a third party that may or may not be credible that will somehow offer some sort of carbon offsetting. Or I've seen not even actually not from many airlines, but from like third party travel agencies, online travel agencies, I've seen that you can filter the itineraries to see which is the most eco-friendly route or the greenest route, you know, because different airlines have maybe different routes or different planes mm -hmm. or, you know. And those little differences in how many carbon emissions are produced, you can kind of rank and then choose your itinerary based on that. I still think it's very early in terms of, you know, real impacts that the travel industry can make, but I think it's going to be a very large priority for them in the near future. Okay. Have you read anything lately that has blown your mind or changed your perspective around travel? Yeah. Read anything lately? I don't know. I don't know if my mind's been blown because I feel like a lot of it is kind of just validating what I already knew. Like, for example, when COVID hit, everyone was like, oh, no, FlyWallet is, is dead now. Like, like the travel industry is not going to recover for 10 years. And that's what all the experts were saying. That's what all the media was saying mm -hmm. is that travel's dead. And I said, I don't think so. I think give it like a year, two tops and people are going to be like, desperate to be traveling again. And that's what's happening. As well as I'm reading a lot now about um, the synergies between fintech and the travel industry. That's becoming like a very new trend that people are starting to explore. But again, like I've been working on Flywallet for years, which is the perfect bridge between yeah. fintech and travel. So I like, I like to see, you know, things coming out that are like, oh yeah, I'm on the right path. You know, I'm, I, my intuition is good. So yeah, so far I've, I've, I've had some good predictions for the industry. Okay. What's your vision for FlyWallet? Where, where do you want it to be in the next uh, five years? I just want the product to be more, even more accessible, more user-friendly. I just want more people to be aware of the benefits because I think something that's heavily marketed right now in the travel industry or to travelers is like this book now, pay later, you know, mm -hmm. pay over time, which is kind of like credit in disguise. And I want this like save now, pay later to be something people are more aware, like actually exists. Yeah. I think it's so new that people aren't aware of it. So I would want more global awareness and also just bigger global partnerships. Like my dream is like, you know, every Uber driver I've ever spoken to, I'm like, where are you from? And it's a different country. And I say, well, how often do you go back to your home country? And it's, you know, oh, I'm going in six months. Like they're always having to travel back home to see their loved ones. And I'm like, well, you know, a partnership with Uber where every, you know, all their tips go straight into their fly wallet or something like that would be amazing. So 
I want to, yeah, just continue with more global awareness, more, you know, inclusion worldwide. So continue on our kind of web three roadmap to facilitate that and bigger and bigger partnerships. All right. Fantastic. All right. I'm going to ask you a few fun questions just to get to know your personality a little bit better. First question is, is what's the best advice that either your mom or dad or somebody close to you ever gave you? My mom's advice was always good. It was, she always told me, you can, if you think you can, you know? So if you say I can't, you say I can, you're right both times. So it really is about how your mindset is everything and your perspective is everything. So I've really applied that a lot in my life. And my dad, my dad's advice was, you know, if you, if you love what you do, like you'll never work a day in your life. So find your passion and, and do what you love. And, and that's a great life. So I've kind of always told myself, you know, I can do anything. And if I can do anything, like, let's do what brings me joy. And that's how I've decided to live my life. All right. All right. Second question for you. Does corn belong on pizza, Alejandra? No, <laughs> I don't eat like corn. I don't like corn at all or on anything. So that's a hard. No. Okay. I love your reaction, by the way. <laughs> for those who can't see this, I'll create a clip. <laughs> but pineapple does belong on okay. pizza. That's a big debate, but I would say pineapple. Does. Yeah. Okay. Last question for you. What is a favorite TV show that you can watch again and again? I like TV shows. There's so many. I was really into Vikings. I thought that was a really good show, that, but only like the first three, four seasons of it. That one I could rewatch all the time. What was another there's so many. I was a big fan of Smallville growing up, which was like the early days of, of Superman. That was like my that was like my childhood show. So I could always rewatch that for like nostalgic purposes. But yeah, I don't know. There's a there's a lot of shows I could recommend. I really liked Black Mirror, but I can't rewatch it over and over because it's very you know it has a very intense effect on on one. So yeah, that's a one a one time. I saw somebody on Twitter say you know when COVID happened things got so bad that they stopped making Black Mirror. <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. I didn't even think of it that way, but it's been a while since they put out a new season. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Mirrors are really Yeah, I know. I know. It's one of those shows. It's like when you, when you, when you watch it, you feel like you need to take a, a shower afterwards because it's just kind of, I don't know, something about it is dirty, but it, it makes you feel. Yeah. It makes you feel icky. Yeah, it makes you feel icky. Alejandra, thank you so much for being on Innovators Can Laugh. Yeah, everybody. Thank you, Pat. My pleasure. For everybody listening, this is Alejandro Fernandez, co-founder of Fly Wallet. I will put all the links in the in the show notes. And if you enjoy this, tell others about it. Give us a star rating. And until next week, keep hustling out there. This is Eric signing off. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, I'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review and star rating. Also, don't forget to sign up for the ICO newsletter at innovatorscanlaugh.com where you can get the bio and details of each guest. Thanks. <laughs>